Next prophetic word the Lord gave me concerning this. He gave me in October 2002. The vision took place in an evening intercessory meeting, Tuesday, October 2002, between 7.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. We'd been praying in tongues. The Lord took me in the spirit. Then I saw the vision. It was a closed vision, but it was so vivid that it was more like a movie clip playing on the screen of my inner man or in my spirit. I saw a huge angel standing over Australia. This angel was so great and tall that he looked like he reached the heavens, like he reached into space. The angel was clothed in a white robe and was illuminated by the glory of God. He held a sword in his hand and stood as though he were guarding the nation. I knew this was a holy angel assigned by God to guard and protect Australia. So there is an angel that stands over this country guarding and protecting it. That's why we're not seeing the same natural or man-made disasters that other countries are seeing. We are so blessed in this country, we take it for granted. We're not seeing it. And I believe this is one of the reasons why God is giving a message like this to open our eyes to see what's happening, to open our eyes, not just to see what God is doing, what the enemy is doing, but how much we're blessed in this country so we can wake up to ourselves, give our life to the Lord and to his service. Then I looked and saw something frightening. The angel lowered his guard and stepped away from the country. He lowered his guard and stepped away. And I saw Australia just sitting there on its own with no protection. When he did, what looked like a black mist came in from the west like a wind that blew in from nowhere. When the mist touched the country, it turned into a thick tar-like substance which crept along the ground like it had a mind of its own. It knew what it was supposed to do and where it was supposed to go. It continued unhindered until it covered the whole country, which was now black with this substance. No one tried to or could stop it. It was given permission to cover and contaminate the country, which had turned rotten because of it. I was horrified at what I was seeing. I asked the Lord, what is this? He replied, what you are seeing is what will happen to the country of Australia, your country, in the not too distant future if its people do not repent and turn to me. The black tar represents everything filthy and demonic contaminating the country. Sin, demonic attack and oppression, sickness and disease, fear, division, political and social unrest and upheaval, terrorist attacks, famine, lack and drought. The Lord continued, if those whom I have called to prayer and intercession would deny themselves and pray, you will not see anything that I have shown you in this vision come to pass. I will prevent it from happening. And in its place will be a mighty move of my spirit that will bring the greatest revival this nation has ever seen. So in place of these disasters, the Lord said he will bring a mighty move of, of his spirit, a mighty revival, the greatest revival this nation has ever seen, if we pray. If we pray. Tell your intercessors and as many people as possible about this. Now, a week after receiving this prophecy, the terrorist bombings in Bali occurred, in which most of its casualties were Australians. 
This was a direct and deliberate attack against the nation of Australia for its support of President Bush against terrorists and terrorism. When I saw and heard this, I sensed, I felt the Lord say to me, see, the threat is getting closer to your country. Pray, pray. Approximately a few days after the attack, the terrorist mastermind of the attack sent out a warning and threat against Australia saying, next time it will be on your own home soil. He actually said that. He said, next time it will be on your own home soil, confirming the warning from the Lord. Now, since then, prayer and intercession has been offered for this. And the leader of the terrorist movement who devised the attack, along with many of those involved, have been stopped. They've been caught and they've been arrested. But we cannot become complacent. We must continue to pray until this spirit is completely thwarted. It's taken a blow but it's not completely thwarted. We have to keep praying till we know it's completely thwarted. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12 to 15 says, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. What place? The Lord in the context of this scripture, is referring to the temple of Solomon, which is a type of the Christian church. The Lord is saying, I'm in my church. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Prayer made in what place? Prayer made in the church. Prayer offered up by his people. He's saying, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. If we pray... The Lord will hear and answer the prayer. He didn't say he might hear or he might answer. He will hear and answer it. It's a certainty. It's an absolute statement. There should be no doubt in our minds and hearts that when we pray according to his will, he will hear and answer the prayer. Are you with me? It's a very important time. This is very important to understand. We need to take heed. We can't treat this lightly. We can't treat this lightly.